We are getting later on into summer, and Jesse Browns is saying goodbye to some of our favorite products with 25% off. Several sun shirts, shorts, and sandals are marked down and waiting for you to buy. So visit the store or the website www.jessebrowns.com to celebrate this summer's savings. Plus, there is no tax on waders, boots, backpacks, clothing, and more August 5th through the 7th as we get ready for back to school and back to fishing. Celebrate with us at Jesse Brown's Outdoors and www.jessebrowns.com. Hey, Wes Lawson over there. Hey, Bill Barty over yonder. I listened to the Carolina Outdoors, and we had an episode. You can still access it uh, via the podcast, Highlights of the Carolina Outdoors. We had an episode about the closest beaches to Charlotte. And surprisingly, with road improvements and and that sort of thing, you can access salt water and sand um, three hours and 25 minutes, maybe even a little bit less depending on traffic from Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah, if you don't have to stop, especially. (laughs) True. (laughs) Well, and that happens to me. But I wanted to tell you about one of the the beaches that we spoke about. And again, our listeners can go back. Highlights of the Carolina Outdoors. You can access it at jessebrowns.com. But one of those beaches was Folly Beach in the Charleston metro area of South Carolina. It's about three hours and 30 minutes, and I wanted to talk a little bit about what they have going on down there at Folly, Folly Beach, which is known, one of the most known places uh, in South Carolina, maybe one of the best in both Carolinas, um, is the washout, which is kind of where a lot of surfers will yep. go hit those waves. We've had waves. We've had several uh, surfers who have worked um, because they love the outdoors at Jesse Brown's, and that was one of their go-to places. So in three and a half hours, I was able to go down there. Don't you worry. I didn't put on my spandex and hit the old mm. surfboard out there. Mm. I didn't wax that thing down. But I did go check out the washout. And a lot of surfers were on hand out there at Folly Beach uh, catching the waves. It is compared to Oahu or even Australia or even um, some in South America. It is relatively mild surf, but it is apparently really well-regarded surf for people honing those skills. Yeah, you know, the East Coast isn't really known for, for those big pipelines, and part of that's because of the continental shelf. It's a long way from the true deep water ocean to the tide line at the beach, but uh, that part of South Carolina, the, the beach sort of hooks north and then almost straight east, so it creates this sort of basin. So, you know, if you put a kid in a, in a bathtub, they start splashing you create that wave pool, and it's noticeably different there than even 10 miles north at mm. Sullivan's or Isle of Palms or 100 miles north as you get kind of to the upper side of, of North Myrtle Beach. And it's because of that kind of that the hook there. You know, it's sort of a good demarcation would be the, um, the Morris Light, which that lighthouse 25 years ago you could walk to. Mm-hmm. Now most of the time— you wouldn't necessarily even want to take a boat over there because it's so choppy. But, it, the, yeah, it's the, the surf's good over there at Folly. And the, that Morris Island Lighthouse is almost, well, it's an easy bicycle ride. Yeah. I don't know, a half a mile from the washout. 
The one thing about Folly Beach, and again, Wes Lawson, Bill Barty here on the Carolina Outdoors talking about a South Carolina beach that is uh, easily accessible in three and a half hours or, or so, um, maybe a little less even, depending on how that traffic is, maybe a little more, like you said, if you had to stop. But Charleston Park and Recreation have two different parks that are there. One of them, I use the term park a little bit loosely, it's the Folly Beach Pier. Yeah. So the Folly Beach Pier, just for our listeners to know, is closed right now. They're looking to open it back up um, in the spring of 2023, but it is really undergoing a restoration. It's $3.5 million of, of money that's going into that. It's been a couple of years of rebuilding that pier um, to get it back up to par, back up to where the uh, county park system wants it. Yeah, Folly Beach over the years has certainly changed a lot, like like most beaches have, but it wasn't that long ago where it was sort of a sleepy, uh, just a few locals kind of... right. You, you kind of yeah. wonder, like, is that is that his real name? Is, is he <laughs> Who's paying? he hiding from? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. And if and if everybody left, you know, last one turned out the light kind of situation. But it really has become a good year-round, family-friendly, something for pretty much everyone kind of place. Well, and going back to what you said, as we stay on the theme of Charleston Park and Recreation and the parks that they have there, the pier. Again, it is managed by the county, and you're able to go when it reopens. You'll be able to rent rods, reels. They have bait there in the bait shop on the pier. You're able to go out there and go uh, pier fishing uh, right there. But to what we were talking about earlier as far as surfing and the washout and the movements of the sand and the surf, the county manages and rebuilt with some sand movement um, Charleston County has a new park that is at the uh, confluence, I guess, of the Atlantic Ocean and the Folly River. Yeah. Uh, you pay a small fee to get in. It's open to the public, depending on what day you go. Of course, Saturdays are the busiest day, so uh, you'll have to look heavily for a, a, a parking place then. If you can ride your bicycle in, it's a much easier, but it's a large county park that is right on the beach and you can enjoy everything that everyone else is enjoying who is uh, renting an apartment or a home or uh, uh, Airbnb or VRBO, whatever. You're able to enjoy that. Take your cooler out there. Take your, uh, although I think you have to watch the alcohol out there. But um, take your towel. They have lifeguards seasonally working the beach out there so you can go and enjoy a South Carolina, or heck, a Carolina beach um, that's really easy to access. And don't take just any old towel. Take a nomadics towel from Jesse Brown's Outdoors. They don't hold sand, so when you pick it up, everybody downwind of you doesn't suddenly get a mouthful of it. So there's a, a shameless plug for that wonderful product. It is pretty incredible. You know, the other great thing about that, though, Bill, is if you are tired of the beach or you've gotten sunburn or you've gotten sand in places you don't want sand and you don't want that anymore, there's so much to do either locally, you know, some really great old school multi-generation restaurants like the famous, you know, Bowens, or if you wanted Ooh. to go into town, um, you're not going to have a bad meal. But do recognize that a lot of those places that have people lined up outside, that's all for show. You know, they have them waiting outside, so it looks busy because if a place looks busy, you think, gosh, I really need to go eat at 
that place like Hyman's downtown or, you know, anywhere in the market. There's so much good food down there. Of course, you fry anything, it's going to taste pretty good, but the shrimp are all local. The seafood is mostly local. It's a pretty hard thing to beat. Um, I do love it down there. Now, while you were there, we were talking to Captain Christian Cooley, who fishes just up the coast of, over in Allendoss. So you were there. He was there. Of course, Christopher and TJ and I were here. Uh, so it looks <laughs> yeah. like y'all had the better end of the deal than uh, those of us living in Studio D in Charlotte. So um, this was not just any old family vacation, though. This is this is kind of a rendezvous of sorts, isn't it? Oh, it, it yeah, but my, my, my on-assignment trip, yes. Yeah. It's one of those, and many of our Carolina Outdoor listeners will know how this extended family beach trip uh, takes place. So extended family means aunts, uh, cousins. Uh, uh, if you live long enough, of course, your siblings have children. So that kind of mixture. It was one of those, and it was spent on the Folly River. So we weren't right there on the beach, but it gives you all the the fishing and boating and playing and stand-up paddleboard that a river uh, will give you, but you were also able, able to easily access the coast. Um, and you mentioned, well, Bowens. You know what? Bowens is one of my favorite. And for our listeners who may not know, uh, Bowens has been there since maybe the late 1940s. Sounds maybe about right. Yeah. something like that, Miss Bowen. Um, uh, great Charleston family. It essentially, with with respect, was picnic tables and a shack. Yep. And right on the oyster beds uh, on Johns Island, I guess that is, mm-hmm. near True Luck Island. We're talking about the Charleston area going into Folly Beach, South Carolina. And back then, you could uh, get a picnic table. You could write with magic markers your name, messages, that sort of thing. But the oyster boat would come in, shovel oysters onto the uh, into the fireplace. They would... Uh, steam them up, and you could eat raw oysters as long as the month had uh, a letter R in it. Great time. Well, in 1989, at least as I hear the story, Hurricane Hugo came about. And if it wasn't 89, it was one of those other hurricanes that came um, and washed that old oyster shack away. And Bowens was rebuilt. Now, (laughs) just for our listeners to know, it's still open air, paper plates, paper fork, I mean, uh, plastic forks. Take your bug spray. <laughs> and all of that. I think they opened it up at 5 p.m. Yeah, at sounds least. right. Thank goodness, because who would want to be there at 3 p.m.? Again, did I mention open air, South Carolina humidity, South Carolina heat? But, wow, some good old-fashioned fried fresh food so you talk about the heat you know folly beach was once described as wet wild warm and damp and the next line isn't appropriate for the radio because it's it is it is it's a sticky kind of kind of area you can wear so you definitely don't want to be too close to the fire when they're steaming those oysters because originally they used old pieces of corrugated tin and pallet wood to to do all of that so you know that's that's a different world altogether. But, you know, now, Bill, there are several very successful oyster farming operations down there. Local oysters grown sustainably, which has been one of the reasons why the fishing has gotten so good down there again. So now you can get fresh local oysters essentially any old time, which is pretty nice. Now, you know, a November oyster roast is nice because there is the heat of a fire, but it's not so hot outside, not as buggy. Yeah, I mentioned take your bug spray. Yeah. These are all these are all pretty good things to, to, to be a part of. 
Hey, access to that Folly Beach uh, Park, uh, d- to go back to that, I think for a car it's $18. I'm not sure. But there's something down there, uh, again, run by Charleston Park, um, that is free. And it is one of the oldest trees on the eastern seaboard, 400 to maybe 500 years old, the angel oak tree, which is on John's Island right there outside of Charleston, between Charleston and Folly Beach for the most part. It's free to go to. It is huge with these gargantuan limbs that stretch all over the place, kind of like an octopus. Um, It has sustained damage through those four to 500 years from different hurricanes that have come through there and and kind of taken their toll on it. It is named because the Angel family owned the property where the old Angel Oak is. Um, These days they have support logs that they put under some of the limbs because of, uh, it looks like a great big... uh, uh, um, octopus for yeah. lack of a better term but I was able to go check it out it's got a 26 foot trunk that's the cir- circumference of it um, and it's just one of those southern live oak trees that it's kind of fun to check off your list the angel oak being open seven days a week minus those holidays yeah 400 years is a lot of low country floods and hurricanes so if that tree needs a couple of supports here and there after 400 years that's yeah. that's okay there's some really beautiful scenery down there you know the the spanish moss on so many of those trees it's all very photographic and photogenic um, and you mentioned the folly river we don't oftentimes think about the activities we can do in some of those coastal mm. rivers but that brackish water area is great for stand-up paddleboarding if you're new to boating and you don't quite yet feel comfortable crossing the bar out into wide open ocean, that's a great place to do it. Now, I maybe wouldn't recommend parts of the Folly River or the Wapu Cut for that because of the water flow, but you're right there. Why not jump in? The voice you hear there, Wes Lawson, I'm Bill Barty. I say we take a quick break. We'll have the news at the bottom of the hour, and let's bring on Simon Gosworth into the next segment and learn a little bit about fly fishing and his appearance in Charlotte at Jesse Brown's Outdoors on August 18th. Let's do it. You're listening to the Carolina Outdoors. <laughs> 